0: And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Whitfield Report, Saturday evening edition. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, uh, broadcasting here live from South Florida here at NGC Studios, and I want to thank you so very much for joining me here tonight. Uh, And welcome to all the uh, new subscribers. We actually got a lot of... uh, new subs this week to the uh, YouTube channel and the podcast feed. So uh, to those of you who are new to the program, uh, welcome aboard uh, to all of you. Contact info as usual, and then we'll uh, jump into the show. You can follow me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at W underscore ngc, hashtag Whitfield Report, hashtag Sam's Savages. Follow me on Gab and Mines at Sam Whitfield, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report, and uh, these Sam Whitfield.com. And of course, you can subscribe to the audio podcast on iTunes uh, or uh, on anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report. And uh, consider donating either using Streamlabs or uh, Anchor support. So I uh really appreciate you guys uh coming aboard. So welcome. And uh for you newbies out there, I usually read the uh social media description for those listening on the audio podcast. So uh anyway. Uh folks, to be honest, uh tonight's show is one that I would rather not do, in all honesty, uh just because I uh, kind of promised myself that I would not cover the uh, Dem primaries uh, until we knew for sure like who the uh, Dem candidate was going to be. However, uh, many of you have asked me to cover the uh, Dem debate primary, so I... Um, so, I really, uh, I'm doing this show for you. Because you guys are awesome and I figured, you know, what the heck. We can dive into the Dem debates a little bit now and then. So, uh, anyway, Uh I did not watch the uh, debate on Thursday. I watched a couple of highlights, but I was actually doing a review podcast of, uh, Dave Chappelle's new special on Thursday. So, uh, but you know, I, I caught some highlights and I read some stuff regarding the uh dem debate, so we'll jump into that. There was a lot covered, I guess it was three hours long. And uh the one thing that would have made me watch is uh Tulsi Gabbard because I do find her interesting as a candidate, you know, despite the fact that she's very far to the left. She seems to be the most reasonable uh of all the uh dem candidates out there as far as the fact that she seems to be willing to talk to uh those on the other side at least and she's not a complete uh SJ, uh W. At least she doesn't act like one, uh, which is always
1: helpful. So
0: um adding right though I do want to cover some highlights of the debate. In particular, there was a big uh, portion on uh, gun control that I wanted to uh, cover here and uh, make some analysis on. And I've actually not seen this uh, fully. So um, I'll be watching this clip and analyzing it and giving you a real-time reaction uh, to this. So anyway, here is the uh, segment on uh, gun control and the gun issue uh, here that was proposed on Thursday's
1: Dem Debate. Uh, Clip number one, let's roll the tape.
2: I want to turn to the deadly mass shootings here in this country, and of course, we are all mindful tonight of where we stand. We are here in Texas tonight, where 29 people have lost their lives in just the last month alone. El Paso, which we've discussed in Odessa, and I know there are survivors from El Paso right here in the hall tonight. Vice President Biden, I do want to direct this to you because we all remember Sandy Hook. 26 people died in that school, 20 of them children. Those first graders would be in eighth grade today. At the time there was a groundswell in this country to get something done, President Obama asked you to lead the push for gun control. You have often pointed to your ability to reach across the aisle to get things done, but four months after Sandy Hook, a measure to require expanded background checks died on the Senate floor. If you couldn't get it done after Sandy Hook, why should voters give you another chance?
3: You know, got like done before, I'm the only one up here who's ever beat the NRA. Only one ever beat the NRA nationally. I'm the guy that brought the Brady Bill into, into, into focus and became law. And so that's number one. Number two, after Sandy Hook, a number of things happened. It went from a cause to a movement. Look what's happened now. Mothers, the organization, Mothers Against Violence, this, in, what, what gun violence. We've seen what's happened again. Now we have all these young people marching on Washington, making sure that things are going to change. There has been a sea change. Those proposals I... David Hogg
0: and namely the, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, Florida uh, survivors who have become uh, political props. But uh, you obviously won't mention Kyle uh, Keshev. So uh, Joe Biden received a lot of flack during this debate uh, from every other candidate it seemed it seemed seem to be uh gang up on joe Biden bidenite from what i understand so
3: the forward for the president had over fifty percent of gun of gun of members of the nra supporting them and overwhelmingly the rest of the people supporting them. now the numbers are much higher because they realize what i've been saying and we've all been saying is correct over ninety percent of the american people think we have to get assault weapons off the street Period. And we have to get buybacks and get them out of their basements. So, so the point is, things have changed. And uh, a gu- again,
0: Uncle Joe, and to all of you guys on the uh,
1: left out there,
0: the, the problem with uh, you know gun buybacks and gun uh, registrations and all of that is the fact that they only disarm uh, law-abiding citizens, but crazy people who want to get their arm, their uh, arms around guns and whatnot, uh, they will do so no matter what. If a if a person is crazy enough and insane enough to try and get like a a uh, gun to harm people, they will do it uh, you know, no matter what, and, uh, you know, even if the, uh, you know, even if your utopia did come true, which is ultimately, total gun control, uh, and gun
1: confiscation,
0: uh, knives, knife attacks, and, uh, you know, uh, probably
1: blunt instrument attacks, would uh, severely increase as well.
3: And things have changed a lot. And now what's happening is, and by the way, the way Beto handled, excuse me for saying Beto, what Congressman. That's Be- all right, Beto's good. <laughs> the way he handled what happened in his hometown is meaningful. To look in the eyes of those people, to see those kids. To understand those parents, you understand the heartache, but this is we the are problem. ready to do this. Mr. Vice President, this thank you. you.
2: You did bring up assault weapons here. You did bring up assault weapons here, and many of you on this stage have talked about executive orders. Senator Harris, you have said that you would take executive action on guns within your first 100 days, including right. banning imports of AR-15 assault weapons. That's right. President Obama, after Sandy Hook, more than...
0: And again, this is a, uh, you know, common misconception that, uh, you know, those on the left make about guns. And I'm not even a, uh, you know, I don't own guns myself, but people automatically think that AR stands for, uh, you know, automatic weapons. It stands for Armalite
1: uh, rifle, not the same thing.
2: 23 executive actions, and yet here we all are today. In recent days, former Vice President Biden has said about executive orders, some really talented people are seeking the nomination. They said, I'm going to issue an executive order. Biden's saying there's no constitutional authority to issue that executive order when they say I'm going to eliminate assault weapons, saying you can't do it by executive order any more than Trump can do things when he says he can do it by executive order. Does the vice president have a point there?
3: Some things you can, many things you can't. Let's
2: let the senator answer.
4: Well, I mean, I would just say, hey, Joe. Instead of saying no, we can't. Let's say yes, we can.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, har 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 har. Let's uh, you know go back to Obama's uh, campaign slogan. There, shall we? <laughs> Constitutional. We got a
4: constitution. And yes, we can because I'll tell you something. The way that I think about this is. Um, I've seen more autopsy photographs than I care to tell you. I have attended more police officer funerals than I care to tell you. I have hugged more mothers of homicide victims than I care to tell you. And the idea that we would wait for this Congress, which has just done nothing, to act it's just it, it is it is overlooking the fact that every day in America, our babies are going to school to have drills, elementary, middle and high school students where they are learning about how they have to hide in a closet or crouch in a corner. If there is a mass shooter roaming the hallways of their school, I was talking about this.
0: OK, now I agree with her. That this is a problem, you know, that kids have to, uh, you know, do uh, drills in in school. She's not wrong. Kids, uh, you know, shouldn't be having to do drills for mass shootings in school. So what have I and other uh, conservatives proposed? Well, let's hire, uh, you know, veterans who are of sound mind and who who need work and who know how to, uh, you know, handle firearms properly. Let's give them jobs as security, uh, you know, guards and make sure that they're armed to the teeth so that the, you know, so any potential shooter uh, wouldn't want to go near a school. Let's uh, also, if I may be so bold and radical, uh also allow teachers the option, if they so choose, uh, to learn firearm uh you know safety and to get their license to uh have a gun in the classroom. But Sam, uh teachers will just shoot students uh, when they get pissed off, they'll they'll just start blowing off the, uh, you know, the troublemaking kids head. I sh- I shit you not, folks. That that's an actual, uh, you know, r- r- that's an actual like comeback that someone, uh, brought up to me unironically earlier this week when I uh mentioned that to someone, and uh, you know, granted, kids. Granted, some kids, like, in middle and high school can be, you know, smart asses and whatnot. But uh, I've never met a teacher who was going to threaten to, like, legitimately blow a student's head off. And the few instances that I have heard of, like, teachers, you know, being, like, physically abusive or, you know, like, legitimately emotionally abusive... Those teachers don't last long, so that's a that's a straw man argument. But uh, yeah, uh, school shootings are bad, but we you know we agree on the plummet the premise. But uh, you know your solution is retarded,
1: uh, Kamala. So. Uh.
4: One of my town halls, and, 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 and this child, it was eight years old probably, came up to me. It was like it was a secret between the two of us, and he tugged on my jacket and he said, I had to have one of those drills. It is traumatizing our children. El Paso and Beethoven, God love you for standing so courageously in the midst of that tragedy. You know, people asked me in El Paso, they said, you know, because I have a long standing record on this issue, they said, well, do you think Trump, um, is responsible for what happened and i said well look i mean obviously he didn't pull the trigger but he's certainly been tweeting out the ammunition
1: Senator I, Harris, thank I, you. I,
0: so in other words these shootings are all uh drum's fault we gotta get rid of the evil uh drumster right because uh you know he, he's he's radicalizing people okay What's the actual evidence uh, of that? Well, as he said, that's you know causing so many of these mass shootings. Oh, that's right. He hasn't said anything. In fact, all of the shooters of uh, you know, uh, as of late, have been uh, you know left wing antifa. The one the one guy who could even like remotely be considered uh, you know right wing was the mosque shooter and to, I mean to say that he was right wing or conservative was even that's a stretch because I mean he basically said that he wanted to cause division in America that he thought that Trump was stupid you know and he said subscribe to PewDiePie and that turned into a whole thing which I may cover later in the program, but yeah, but yeah, let's let's drain let's blame a uh, Drumpf, you know, Orange Man bad for all of these
3: shootings.
1: Vice
2: President Biden, point. do you still stand by what you said on an executive you know, what order? What I said
3: was the question. Is, speak to constitutional scholars. If in fact we could say, by the way, you can't own the following weapons. Period. It cannot be sold anymore. Check with constitutional scholars. Uh, you Mr. Vice President, John, thank you. Could
2: Congressman I tell you what O'Rourke, you could. I want to go to you on this. I'm going to work down the road here, but I do want to <laughs> come to Congressman O'Rourke because I know this is personal to El Paso is your hometown. Some on this stage have suggested a voluntary buyback for guns in this country. You've gone further. You said, quote, Americans who own AR-15s and AK-47s will have to sell them to the government, all of them. You know the critics call this confiscation. Are you proposing taking away their guns and how would this work?
5: I am, if it's a weapon that was designed to kill people on a battlefield. If the high impact, high velocity round when it hits your body shreds everything inside of your body because it was designed to do that so that you would bleed to death on a battlefield and not be able to get up and kill one of our soldiers. When we see that being used, against children and in odessa i met the mother of a 15 year old girl who was shot by an ar-15 mm-hmm. and that mother watched her bleed to death over the course of an hour because so many other people were shot by that ar-15 oh. in
0: Od-
1: oh for the love of god uh. <sighs> beta beta
0: o'rourke you know i, I I saw, uh, tweets today from people saying that he, they think he's legitimately retarded because of this, uh, you know, comment, and, uh, I've got to say here, folks, I, uh, I believe it. I really do, uh, believe it. Good God, alm- good God almighty. Again, armalite weapons are not the same as, uh fully automatic assault weapons, and, uh, you know, basically, uh, you're going to become a, uh, tyrant in order to, uh, you know, get guns taken away, so good for you, Beto, good for you.
5: In Midland, there weren't enough ambulances to get to them in time. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47.
2: anymore
0: uh no you're not in the uh in the famous words of the uh great
1: uh charlton heston uh out of my uh cold dead hand
5: i want to say this I'm listening to the people of this country. The day after I proposed doing that, I went to a gun show in Conway, Arkansas, to meet with those who are selling AR-15s and AK-47s and those who are buying those weapons. And you might be surprised there was some common ground there. Folks who said, I would willingly give that up, cut it to pieces. I don't need this weapon to hunt, to defend myself. It is a weapon of war. So let's do the right thing, but let's bring everyone...
0: Uh, congressman, I'd like to see some, uh, you know, footage of that. Uh, some actual documentation. I'm calling, I'm calling bullshit on this.
1: It's, uh, it's obvious you didn't, you didn't go to to a gun show. Help, give me a ticket stub, Beto. That, that's all I'm, a, I'm asking for. G- give me one ticket stub. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go from
0: there.
5: America into the conversation. Republicans, Democrats, gun owners
2: and non-gun owners alike. Congressman, thank you. I, I want to bring in Senator Klobuchar on this because you've often talked about your uncle and the proud hunters back home in Minnesota. So I wanted to get your response to Congressman or work tonight. Where do you stand on mandatory gun buybacks? I so
6: appreciate what the congressman's been doing, and I want to remind people...
0: Again, these Dems always miss the point with uh, the Second Amendment. It's not just about hunting and uh, whatnot. In fact, it's not about hunting at all. It's about uh, self-defense and uh, protection from criminals. uh, And most importantly, the reason why the founders wrote in the uh, Second Amendment was uh, protection from government tyranny and from uh, tyrannical acts like uh, Beto is proposing uh, on this debate stage.
6: Here that what unites us is so much bigger than what divides us. Everyone up here favors an assault weapon pan. Everyone up here favors. Magazine limitations, which by the way would have made a huge difference if that was in place in El Paso in that store Where all those ordinary people showed such extraordinary courage and certainly in Dayton, Ohio where in 30 seconds one man guns down
0: innocent people the cops but wait 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 the uh, The guns were already banned from the uh, Walmart in El Paso. Walmart doesn't allow firearms uh, you know in their sto- stores. They they didn't when this happened. So, uh, you know, your your argument is invalid out there in one minute and it still wasn't enough to save those people.
6: That's what unites us You know what else unites us and I'll tell you this what unites us is that right now on Mitch McConnell's desk are three bills universal background checks closing the Charleston loophole and passing my bill to make sure that domestic abusers don't get AK-47. Senator so we want to get
1: something done. And I personally think we should...
0: <sighs> okay, the problem with that then is, uh, these days, you know, domestic, domestic abusers, if, if, you have like a, if you have a criminal record, record and you've been to jail and you've been locked up, it's hard as hell to get your uh, hands on a gun legal, in, legal anyway. And,
1: uh, you know, I don't, I don't even know who this is. But it, it seems to me that, like, by the left's definition of
0: domestic abuse these days, like, anyone can get there.
1: Guns taken away now. So there. Start right, with a voluntary,
6: voluntary buyback program. That's what I think, David. But I want to finish this because if you want action now, if you want action now, we got to send the message. To Mitch McConnell, we can't wait until one of us gets in the White House. We have to pass those bills right now to get this done. Senator Because Klobuchar, we cannot
2: spare another innocent life. Thank you. Thank you. I want to turn to Senator Booker because you have said just this week about guns and about the candidates on this stage that the differences do matter. Those were your words. You have argued if you need a license to drive a car in this country, you should have a license to buy a gun. Gun owners would not only have to pass a background check, they would have to obtain a federal license to buy a gun. This would require, as you know, Congress to pass legislation.
0: Okay, they already, they already have to go through background checks to uh, properly own a gun. Uh, again, these arguments are, uh, you know, invalid.
2: If Democrats can't get universal background checks, how would you get this done? And can you name one Republican colleague of yours in the Senate right now who would be on board with this idea? So background checks
7: and gun licensing, these are agreed to by overwhelmingly the majority of Americans. 83% of Americans agree with licensing. This is the issue. Look, I grew up in the suburbs. It was about 20 years ago that I came out of my home when I moved to inner city Newark, New Jersey. And Witness the aftermath of a shooting. It's one of the reasons why shooting after shooting after shooting in neighborhoods like mine for decades, this has been a crisis for me. It's why I was the first person to come out for gun licensing. And I'm happy that uh, people like Beto O'Rourke are showing such courage now and coming forward and also now supporting licensing. But this is what I'm sorry about. I'm sorry that it had to take issues coming to my neighborhood or personally affecting Beto to suddenly make us demand change. This is a crisis of empathy in our nation. We are never going to solve this crisis if we have to wait for it to personally affect us or our neighborhood or our community before we demand action. You want to know how we get this done? We get this done by having a more courageous empathy where people don't wait for this hell to visit upon their communities. They stand up and understand the truth of what King said, that injustice anywhere is...
0: Woo! Platitudes for the win!
1: <sighs> so, you didn't say anything there. Not really.
7: Threat to justice everywhere. But I will lead change on this issue because I have seen... What the carnage creates in communities like mine, because we forget national shootings, these, these mass shootings are tragedies, but the majority of the homicide victims come from neighborhoods like mine. Nobody has ascended to the White House that will bring more personal passion on this issue. I will fight this and bring a fight to the NRA and the corporate gun lobby like they have never seen before.
0: Okay, and the problem with Cory Booker is he wants to like pretend that he's that he's from the hood, dog, and that he's got you know street cred and whatnot. But the thing it is, he's a rich kid who, granted, he didn't move to the to the hood, uh, you know, later on. But the problem in uh, you know, in areas like he's talking about. Isn't a gun problem. It's a gang problem, and uh, you know, police officers have wanted to, you know, institute, you know, stop and frisk in other areas, just like in Giuliani's New York. Like the the Republicans have, uh, you know, actually initiated uh, proposals to stop gang violence. And like I just mentioned, it worked in Giuliani's New York. But uh, the Dems don't want to go for that. So
1: c'est la vie, I guess. Mr. Booker, thank you. A quick
2: follow-up, though, because Americans watching tonight know the reality of Congress in Washington. I asked, do you have a Republican colleague in the Senate who would be on board with this idea to get this done?
7: You know, if, if that was the attitude when Strom Thurmond had the longest silibu- filibuster ever on civil rights, if it was this idea that we can't get it done because of the situation in the Senate, I'm looking to lead a movement. The number one reason why governments are formed is to protect the citizenry. Think about this. We have had more people die due to gun violence in my lifetime than every single war in this country combined from the Revolutionary War till now. This is not a side issue to me. It is a central issue to me. That is the kind of fight, because the majority of homicide victims, we have a mass shooting every single day in communities like mine. We must awaken a more courageous empathy in this country so that we stand together and fight together and overwhelm those Republicans who are not even representing their constituency. Because the majority of Americans, the majority of gun owners agree with me, not the corporate gun lobby. It is time for a movement on this issue, and I will leave it. Senator Booker, thank you. Senator Warren, I want to come to you next, because you have actually said
2: in recent...
0: So, uh, again, uh, did Booker say anything substantial? Did he actually propose anything that would work? No. Not one bit. Not one bit at all so and and by the way for those of you live chatting i i I can see the chat and i will get to your uh comments here i i i want to get through uh this clip at least before i take a uh you know a quick break to kind of uh you know look through the chat somewhat and see what you guys are saying uh but, and by the way, uh, you, can, you can donate, uh, as always, streamlabs.com forward slash uh, the Whitfield Report. I don't have text-to-speech uh, enabled on here uh, yet, but if you guys do uh, want to have Streamlabs, I have it on my phone, so I can read those.
2: Is that there are things you can get done with Republicans in the Senate. What can you get done on gun control?
8: So. Let's start by framing the problem the right way. We have a gun violence problem in this country. The mass shootings are terrible, but they get all the headlines. Children die every day on streets, in neighborhoods, on playgrounds. People die from violence, from suicide and domestic abuse. We have a gun violence problem in this country. And we agree on many steps we could take to fix it. My view on this is we're going to not it's not going to be one and done on this. We're going to do it and we're going to have to do it again. And we're going to have to come back some more until we cut the number of gun deaths in this country significantly. But here's the deal. The question we need to ask is when we've got this much support.
0: Okay, so I will give Elizabeth Warren this. Uh, And, you know, I'm not like agreeing with her. But uh, at least, at least she does acknowledge that like, you know, part of the, part of the gun violence statistics are suicides, you know, at at least she did count suicide as a uh, statistic in this case, so I wouldn't say good for her for bringing that up, but I mean, at least she acknowledged it. That's better than a lot of her colleagues on stage have done.
8: Across the country, 90% of Americans want to see us do, I like registration. Uh, Want to see us do background checks, want to get us all.
0: The way she said, I like registration, is also the same way she said uh, in that one uh, Facebook live stream that she likes beer, too. Just very. you know automated in the way she said it and uh you know i like beer and i like uh, gun registration too
8: weapons off grant off the streets why doesn't it happen and the answer is corruption pure and simple we have a congress that is beh-
0: yeah corruption from the uh from the democrat party
8: it to the gun industry. And unless we're willing to address that head-on and roll back the filibuster, we're not going to get anything done on guns. I was in the United States Senate when 54 senators said, let's do background checks, let's get rid of assault weapons. And with 54 senators, it failed because of the filibuster. Until we attack the systemic problems, we can't get gun reform in this country. We've got to go straight against the industry and we've got to change Congress so it doesn't just work for the wealthy and wealthy.
0: So she thinks that the gun lobby is uh, more powerful than the federal government, which is laughable. But even if she was right, even if the gun industry was. More powerful than the government, my reaction would be good. I don't want the government to be all powerful. I, am much rather trust that the private gun industry would be, uh, you know, better at, at this. Uh, you know, they might actually, you know, be willing to
1: be able to keep us safe. So, um, and why not?
8: So it works for the people.
2: Senator Warren, thank you. You bring up eliminating the filibuster, which means you would need simply a, a simple majority in a Republican yes. Senate to get something done. I want to turn to Senator Sanders on this, because you've said before of this if Donald Trump supports ending the filibuster, which he's talked about himself, you should be nervous. Would you support ending the filibuster?
9: No, but what I would support absolutely is passing major legislation, the gun legislation the people here are talking about. Medicare for all climate change legislation that saves the planet I will not wait for 60 votes to make that happen and you could do it in a variety of ways you could do that through budget reconciliation law you have a vice president who will in fact tell the Senate what is appropriate and what is not what is in order and what is not but I want to get back to a point that Elizabeth made and that in fact in terms of gun issues Picking up on Corey and Beto and everybody else. What we are looking at is a corrupt political system.
0: Since when did uh, Bernie Sanders become Larry David? Or rather, when did uh, Larry David become Bernie Sanders? Either actually, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry uh Larry David is a comic genius he doesn't deserve uh you know he doesn't deserve the uh, comparison of Bernie Sanders but seriously how does cli- climate change uh you know fit into gun control i mean i understand if, if you're like the Owen Benjamin type and you want to shoot the moon but uh you know Bernie, I don't think we have to worry about the Owen Benjamin types shooting the moon. So,
1: you know, we're good to keep climate change out of this, buddy. And that means whether it is the
9: drug companies or the insurance companies or the fossil fuel industry determining what's happening in Washington, or in this case, you got an NRA which has intimidated the President of the United States and the Republican leadership. I am proud. I am proud that year after year, I had an F rating from the NRA. And as President, I will not be intimidated by the NRA.
2: Senator Sanders, thank you.
0: So the NRA is apparently, uh, you know, intimidating uh, of... The President, the, the way Bernie Sanders makes the NRA sound, he makes them sound like, uh, you know, the the crew from Goodfellas. It's, uh, it would almost be hilarious if uh, it weren't so sad. Ah uh, bu- 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 OK. So, uh, as promised. Uh, I will take a break to, I will take like a brief, uh, break here, quote unquote, to read through some of the comments and check in and see who's, uh, here. As always, if you would like to, uh, support the channel, uh, streamlabs.com forward slash the Whitfield report for one time, uh, you know, donations. Uh, anchor.fm forward slash uh, Whitfield report to support the podcast on a monthly basis and uh, PayPal.me forward slash pod. Um, So, one step too far. What's good, uh, Sam? Well, you know, unfortunately, one step I'm having to slog through all this. So, uh. Oh, Fat Cat Boy, uh, mentioned that he donated, uh, basic attention, uh, currency. So, uh, I'll, I'll get, I'll get to that at the end of the show, too, by the way. I, I've, I've forgotten to mention that in the past
1: couple of, uh, episodes.
0: But, uh,. Fat hack boy, I uh, mentioned if the Dems had brains and sense, Tulsi would be the nominee. Uh, okay, uh, Kevin, if this is the Kevin who I think it is, says uh, I keep noticing they do not offer any specific solutions. All they talk about is unity and diversity and uh, change. It's absurd. And uh, yeah, like I said,
1: this whole thing is. Uh, you know. It's uh all platitudes here, folks. Nothing of uh substance. So uh
0: also Evil Eric is in the house, so welcome Evil Eric. So uh yeah, we're just slogging through the uh we're just slogging through some of the dem debate crap. Uh you know, Title of the stream.
1: Dem Debate BS Review. So. Uh. Let's see. Uh. Okay. So.
0: Believe it or not. That took the first uh, 45 minutes of the show. And. Uh, we still have two more clips. To. Go to kind of cover for tonight's show. So we spent the first 45 minutes breaking down the uh, gun control
1: portion alone from the Dems. Now, let's see what other uh, segment I have in the show notes. Okay. Um, Okay.
0: Oh, immigration and equality. This is a uh, another thing that got brought up as a uh, major point during the uh, debate. And again, folks, as I mentioned before, I actually didn't watch the uh, Dem Debate live on Thursday. So you guys are uh, seeing and hearing my live, unedited reaction
1: to this.
0: Uh so far I didn't miss much and uh it was certainly worth my time to review uh Dave Chappelle's comedy special like I did on Thursday night. So uh but anyway, let's go to immigration where uh, I bet you anything the Dems just
1: continue to uh bitch about the evil Trump man. Ah uh, yeah. Only a few weeks ago,
10: the deadliest massacre of Latinos, Latinos in modern U.S. history, happened in this state, El Paso. So the fear among Latinos, and you know this, is very real. So let me start with an issue that is causing a lot of division in this country.
0: Real quick, I've I've just got to get this out of the way, and I'm sorry, uh, but Jorge Ramos, the anchor here, every time I hear him speak, he sounds like. He sounds like Al Pacino's character from uh, Scarface. He he sounds like Tony Montana, man. I'm going to take your guns away, man.
1: I'm going to ally myself with the Democrats, man. And we're going to take your guns away, man. So. Hmm. Um. Vice President Biden,
10: as a presidential candidate in 2008, you supported the border wall saying, unlike most Democrats, I voted for 700 miles of fence. This is what you said. Then you served as vice president in an administration that deported 3 million people, the most ever in U.S. history. Did you do anything to prevent those deportations? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You've been asked this question before and refused to answer. So let me try once again. Are are, are you prepared to say tonight that Joe Biden's going, oh, shit. That's what that smile was. You and President Obama made a mistake about deportations. Why should Latinos trust you?
3: What Latinos should look at is comparing this president to the president we have is outrageous. Number one. We didn't lock people up in cages. We didn't separate families. We didn't do all of those things, number one. Number two, number two, by the time, this is the president who came along with the DACA program. No one had ever done that before. This is the president who sent a le- legislation to the desk saying he wants to find a pathway for the 11 million undocumented in the United States of America. This is the president who's done a great deal. So I'm proud to have served with him. What I would do as president is several more things because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is. We immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says, "If you want to flee, and you're fleeing oppression." Yeah, the uh, the drug mules,
0: the uh, cartel bosses, the uh, you know the gun smugglers, and you know the Sicarios. Yeah, they all deserve to be heard. But Sam, it's just women and children, and uh, you know, poor farm farmers. Well, granted, you know there are those too, but the vast majority of them are criminals. Mexico is dumping their, uh, you know, their degenerates into our country. This is not. This is not a fact. This is not something that they've
3: hidden either. You should come. I would change the order that the president just changed, saying women who were being beaten and abused could no longer claim that as a reason for asylum. And by the way, retrospectively, you know, the 25th anniversary of the Violence Against Women Act is up. The Republican Congress has not reauthorized it. Let's put pressure on them the past, the Violence Against Women Act now. But, then yeah, we'll go but back. You,
10: you didn't answer the question. Did you make a mistake with those deportations?
3: The president did. The best thing that was able to be done at the time. How about time. you? I'm the Vice President of the United States. Uh, Secretary Castro, uh, would you want to respond I, I mean, to Vice look. President Biden?
0: Not anymore, you're not. Uh, Mike Pence is the Vice President of the United States. Uh, you know, Uncle Creepy Uncle Joe is getting quite crabby here.
1: Uh, he probably hasn't smelled anyone's hair in a couple hours. That's my guess. No. And, and let, let me put
10: this in context, because uh, your party controlled the White House and Congress in 2009 and didn't pass immigration reform. And this broke a promise made by President Barack Obama to Latinos. So why should voters trust Democrats now? I mean, now it is even more difficult, as you know, because you need Republican votes in the Senate. So are you willing, for instance, to give up DACA or give up a path to citizenship or even agree to build a wall in order to legalize 10.5 million undocumented immigrants? Jorge, thank you very much for that question. And uh,
11: you look, I agree that Barack Obama was very different from Donald Trump. Donald Trump has a dark heart when it comes to immigrants. He built his whole political career so far on scapegoating and fear-mongering and otherizing migrants. And that's very different for Barack Obama.
1: Um, he's married to an immigrant. No one wants to
0: bring up the fact that uh, Melania, the first lady of the United States, is is an immigrant. No one wants to bring up the fact that immigrants worked, uh, you know, for uh, you know Trump Tower and for uh, you know Trump's various enterprises. I actually met quite a few of them when, uh, I went to Trump Tower in 2016, and, uh, they all said that Donald Trump was a terrific guy, and that he was a family man, I, I, I've told this story before, but I, uh, I met the, uh, I met the guy who, uh, is the elevator man who, uh. Pushes the elevator uh, buttons for Trump, and I, and he told me that he was a personal assistant to Trump, like back during the late '80s and '90s. His uh, family was from South America, and uh, he said that Trump has always, you know, remembered his name, has always, you know, asked after his family. Now, this was back when Trump was still the candidate, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this whole thing of Trump purely hates, uh, immigrants is BS. Trump hires immigrants, and, uh, you know, Trump was also the one to desegregate, like, a lot of the, uh,
1: country clubs in New York, too, Oh, so. Um, But my problem with Vice President Biden, and Corey pointed this out last time,
11: is every time something good about Barack Obama comes up, he says, oh, I was there, I was there, I was there. That's me, too. And then every time somebody questions part of the administration that we were both part of, he says, well, that was the president. I mean, he wants to take credit for Obama's work, but not have to answer to any questions.
10: I mean... Vice President Biden, you have, uh, get that. You have 45 uh, seconds. Head, let me, just say,
11: what I said. Head, let me just say, let me just say that said. I would. I was the first candidate in early April to put forward.
0: <laughs> Listen here, you little fuck! I'm going to rub you up and sniff your he- hair. Stop back talking me, you little punk!
11: <laughs> immigration plan. You know why? because I'm not afraid of Donald Trump on this issue. I'm not gonna backpedal, I'm not gonna pretend like I don't have my own vision for immigration. So we're not gonna give up DACA, we're not gonna give up protections for anybody. I believe that on January 20th, 2021, we're gonna have a Democratic president, we're gonna throw out Mitch McConnell and John Cornyn and have a Democratic Senate and a Democratic House, and we're gonna pass immigration
3: reform within the first 100 days. Vice President, 45 seconds. I did not say I don't stand. I stand with Barack Obama all eight. Damn it. I'm getting
0: pissed off here. Why is everybody shitting on me tonight? I used to be the the vice president of the United States. Damn it. How
1: dare these punks disrespect me. Damn it. These fucking amateurs. Granted,
0: I, I, I can't do, like, actual impressions, but, like, I don't know, I, I just... The, the, the only reason I can stand to watch this is I like doing, like... I like trying to picture what Biden is actually, like, thinking
1: in his brain. What his internal monologue is, uh, then,
3: Here's good, bad, and indifferent. That's where I stand. I did not say I did not stand with him. Okay, Senator Warren, uh, hundreds of children have been separated from their parents at the border. I
0: wasn't finished, damn it. I wasn't finished. I just all not have shit to say. All of these guys are fucking amateurs. Uh, and yeah, for those of you listening on the, on the podcast, you really should go back and uh, watch some of the clips. Joe Biden, my God, he, He is funny to watch if for no
1: other reason than he just got so flustered and pissed off throughout this
10: debate. Uh. And recently in Mississippi, we saw the largest immigration rate in a decade. You want to replace ICE, the agency in charge of rounding up undocumented immigrants. So how would you deal with the millions of immigrants who arrive legally but overstay their visas? And how would you stop hundreds of thousands of Central Americans?
0: Okay, arriving legally but overstaying your visa? Like, I hate to break it to you, Jorge, but that is still illegal. Uh, well, I guess it becomes illegal. That, that doesn't really, you know, semant- at the end of the day, it's all semantics. So, oh yeah, and... And by the way, I, I agree. Evil Eric in the chat goes, if we had to
1: pick one, I would still pick Biden. Oh, yeah, so would I. Um, You know, if, if for no other reason than the, than the pure comedy aspect of it.
0: I almost hope it's Biden.
1: if, well, I'll, 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 I'll save the remarks for the end of the show. I'm getting ahead of myself.
10: want to migrate to the U.S.?
8: Well, I start with a statement of principles, and that is, in this country, immigration does not make us weaker. Immigration makes us stronger. I want to see us...
0: Diversity is our greatest strength. Unless, of course, you actually immigrated here illegally and have busted your ass and, you know, have worked hard and don't want illegals to come in If that's the case, fuck you. You're a racist, you know, bigot like everyone else
1: in the, uh, you know, in white America. That's what Liz Warren is thinking right now.
8: Expand legal immigration and create a pathway to citizenship for our dreamers, but also for their grandparents. And for their cousins, for people who's overstayed student visas, and for people who came here to work in the fields, I want to have a system that is a... Pack-
0: like, like the immigrants
1: that work at your mansion? That, that work in your fields, Elizabeth Warren? That's what it's sounding like to me. ...to, to citizenship
8: that is fair and achievable down at the border we've got to rework this entirely a system right now that cannot tell the difference in the threat posed by a terrorist a criminal and a 12 year old girl is not a system that is keeping us safer and it is not serving our values
0: yes, okay that's another straw man argument that they bring up i mean Obviously, ice, ice is differentiating. Okay, they're they're not locking kids up with, uh, you know, with uh, drug dealers at the border. But the fact that they that she brings that up actually kind of proves our point that yeah we do have a lot of drug cartel people coming over. But yet, but no, we're not locking 12-year-old girls up with uh, cartel members. Now, a lot of them are bringing, like, you know, 12-year-old girls, uh, teenage girls, mules over to smuggle drugs. That is happening. They won't bring that up when it comes to immigration. They never do. But I digress.
8: We, we need, I want to add one more part on this because I think we have to look at all the pieces. Why do we have a crisis at the border in no small part because we have withdrawn.
0: The drug war. Oh, wait, no, that's, that, that wasn't what you were going to say. You, you weren't going to say the drug war. Even though that is a, you know, that pretty much is like a big part of the reason.
1: But no, no on the drug war, Lizzie. Okay, let's let's continue.
8: Help from people in Central America who are suffering. We need to restore that help. We need to help establish and reestablish the rule of law so that people don't feel like they have to flee for their lives. We have a crisis that Donald Trump has created and hopes to profit from politically. We have Thank- to. Have
0: Okay, no no no. Trump did not create the uh Trump did not create the, the the drug war, the crisis on the border. Are you insane? The the drug crisis in the in the border crisis has been around has been around.
1: <sighs> Sorry about the mic pop there. Uh but the the, uh,
0: the border crisis has been around decades since before I was born. Hell, I mean, I think it's been a problem since like even before my dad and maybe my mom
1: was born. But yeah, Trump created this problem. Yeah, right.
8: The courage to stand up
10: and fight. Mr. Yang, it is true that in the last few years, we have seen the most severe anti-immigrant measures from putting kids in cages to limiting asylum for people fleeing gangs and domestic...
0: Yang
10: gang, folks. Yang gang. But it is also true that about 1 million immigrants enter the U.S. legally every year. So are you willing to raise the number of legal immigrants from 1 million to 2 million per year and should there be a merit system as President Trump won?
8: So, yeah. Oh, I'm my, sorry. Did you ask me? Oh, I already said it. Okay. <laughs> sorry. My,
12: my father grew up on a peanut farm in Asia with no floor, and now his son is running for president. That is the immigration story that we have to be able to share with the American people. If you look at our history, almost half of Fortune 500 companies were founded by their immigrants or children of immigrants, and rates of business formation are
0: much higher. All who came over legally, like, they, they keep missing this point. We're not against immigrants. We're against the ones that come over illegally. The, the ones hopping the border, more often than not, are not the ones uh, coming over with entrepreneurial ideas. They're, they're not, uh, you know, unless it's illicit. That's like the only form of entrepreneurism that's coming across the border, usually. So,
1: it's not really like entrepreneurial, it's a criminal enterprise. ...immigrant communities. We have to say to the American people, immigrants are positive for our economic and social
12: dynamism. (laughs) And I would return the level of legal immigration to the, to the point it was under the Obama-Biden administration. I think we have to compete for talent, and I am the opposite of Donald Trump in many ways. He says, build a wall. I'm going to say to immigrants, come to America, because if you come here, your son or daughter can run for president. The water is great, and this is where you want to build a company, build a family, and build a life. This country has been a magnet for hum-
0: Uh, In terms of the water being great, Have you checked out Flint lately,
12: Andy? Capital for generations. If we lose that, we lose something integral to our continued success. And that is where I would lead as president. Alcalde Pitt, (laughs) I have a question for you. Gracias.
10: Alcalde Pete, eight out of ten Latinos in Texas for another mass shooting targeting them. This is according to a new Univision poll. President Trump has called Mexican immigrants rapists and killers tried to ban Muslims from entering the country and separated children from their parents. He supported...
0: He called cartel members uh, rapists and murders, which they fucking are. He said that radical Islam is a problem, which it is, not that Islam as a whole is a problem. Uh,
1: again, this was the Orange Man Bad Fest. Chanted, build the wall
10: and send her back. Do you think that people who support President Trump and his immigration policies are racist?
13: Anyone who supports this is supporting racism. Este es racismo y es sencillo. The only people, though, who actually buy into this president's hateful rhetoric around immigrants are people who don't know any. We have an opportunity to build an American majority around immigration reform. In my community, a group of conservative Republicans rallied around an individual, a beloved local individual, who was deported when he went into ICE to try to get his paperwork sorted out. Because they never thought it would happen. Is this
0: Pete? Is this Pete uh, Booty Judge, or uh, Pete Bootylicious, as the gays are calling him? I- I'm. I'm not being. I'm, I'm legitimately asking because this is the first Dem debate I've actually paid uh,
1: attention to. I think it is. Uh, let me move the mic levels.
0: Doesn't say. Uh, yeah, I think that's Booty booty Judge. Uh, OJ's White Bronco says the coyotes and the smugglers are raping females illegal. Who can deny that? Uh, well, I just brought that up. OJ's white Bronco. White Bronco. And by the way, welcome.
1: So, okay, yeah, that is Booty Judge.
13: To him, in some of the most conservative rural areas of Iowa, I have seen communities that embraced immigration grow, and it's why part of my plan for revitalizing the economies of rural America includes community renewal visas that would allow cities and towns and counties that are hurting not only for jobs but for population to embrace immigration as we have in my city. You know, the only reason that South Bend is growing... He
0: sounds like a... And I I don't mean this as an insult. This is just an observation uh,
1: because this is my first time hearing him. He sounds like a high school history teacher. He, he sounds like a high school his, his history teacher, like, explaining a civics
0: lesson. Uh, very poorly, but nonetheless, he's, like, trying to teach a civics class. So, there we go.
13: Right now, after years of shrinking, is immigration. It's one of the reasons we acted, not waiting for Washington, to create city-issued municipal IDs so that people, regardless of immigration status, in our city had the opportunity to have the benefits of identification. We have an opportunity to actually get something done, but we cannot allow this Thank to you. continue to be the same debate with the same arguments and the same clever lines, often among the same people, since the last real reform happened in the 1980s. We have to actually Thank engage the American majority around the opportunities for not just growth and small communities, but our value, values values of you. welcome, values of faith that all argue for us to manage this humanely and in a way that marries our values with our laws congressista um, beto
10: in an interview eight months ago you were asked what to do with the so-called overstayers people who come with a visa density and you said i don't know uh, do you have an answer now i
5: do and, and if you read the rest of that article in the washington post i talked about harmonizing our entry exit system with mexico in the same way that we do with canada i think that could help us to keep a handle on
1: Beto, Beto O'Rourke,
0: by the way, I, I, meant, I meant to bring this up earlier. Beto o- O'Rourke is the guy from high school who uh, has like a guitar. And uh, he pretends to be oblivious that he's good looking, but he's secretly trying to steal your girl. And, uh, you know, everyone knows it. He's going to deny, deny that he's trying to steal your girl, but, like, everyone knows. So, dude, I, like, want, I just want immigrants to come over, uh, bro, and just, like, they can totally just, like, brawl out here, dude, you know? Like, we can just be total bros with the uh, immigrants, dude. Everything is cool, so, uh, though. That's, that's Beto. Warrior.
5: so overstays, but I think the larger question that we're trying to get at is how do we rewrite this country's immigration laws in our own image, in the image of Houston, Texas, the most diverse city in the United States of America, in the image of El Paso, Texas, one of the safest cities in the United States of America.
0: I would really like—I would—I would really like to drink, uh, you know, IPA and uh, craft beer with. Some of these immigrants. Let's uh. Let's just do that.
1: I'm Beto O'Rourke, and I'm running for president. Safe, not despite the
5: fact that we are a city of immigrants. Safe because we are a city of immigrants. Conocemos que si queremos asegurar nuestras comunidades y nuestro país, necesitamos tratar cada persona con respeto y dignidad.
0: Bro, I can even speak Spanish, too. I'm totally going to steal your, your girl by uh, speaking Spanish to her because I'm just a dude bro like that.
1: I will lead
5: an effort to make sure that we rewrite our immigration laws in that way. Never cage another child. Make sure that there is accountability and justice for the seven lives lost under our care and our custody. But also face the fact that Democrats and Republicans alike voted to build a wall that has produced thousands of deaths of people trying to cross, to join family, or to work a job. That we have been part of deporting people, hundreds of thousands, just in the Obama administration alone who posed no threat to this country breaking up their families. Democrats have to get off the back foot. We have to lead on this issue because we know it is right legalize America begin with those more than 1 million dreamers make them US citizens right now in this their true home country and extend that to their parents their sisters and their brothers and ensure that we have a legal safe orderly system to come to this country and add to our greatness here
1: Jorge thank you (laughs) okay wow
0: So those two clips that I played tonight of just gun control and just immigration, those clips were like about, I don't know, 15 minutes each. And uh, for me to go through and break them down and break them
1: down the way I wanted to and took like an hour and like 13 minutes. Approximately. Um, so what did
0: I learn tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Because again, I hadn't seen any of this, so this was my, uh, you know, this was my first time watching this. Uh, I'm glad I didn't waste my time. I'm glad I didn't waste the three hours watching, uh, you know, the debate on Thursday. Like, like I said, folks, on the Thursday podcast, like, you know, I, I, I still am doing politics somewhat. Uh, but, you know, I also do cultural commentary now and comedy now. Like, I'm diversifying the show. So I'm no longer a full-time politico. Like, I'm a part-time politico now. Full-time podcaster and full-time savage uh i'm glad in did my thursday with this uh debate because uh basically what we learned tonight from from the dems are uh you know all uh you know platitudes platitudes more platitudes
1: orange man bad uh and uh you know, Beto O'Rourke is a dude bro. So, yeah, well, well, that's what they want us to think. Anyway, uh,
0: now, the reality of it is, ladies and gentlemen, uh,
1: the Dems are deeply out of touch. They, they rely on platitudes. Uh,
0: Orange man bad is not an is not an is not a valid excuse. Like they keep bringing that up, and I, I will say that that was the part of this uh, of those two clips that kind of got annoying. this is why I don't watch the Dem debates this early on, uh, because when they're like when there's like eleven of them, like there were uh, there. It just becomes like a big circle jerk, uh, you know, room whack, if you will. Uh, the, the Dems were all room whacking uh, about how bad, uh, you know, Trump was and what, and whatnot. Meanwhile, you, you also have the Dems screaming up about social justice, uh, calling Dave Chappelle and uh, you know, Bill Burr, like they're they're trying to tear down uh comedy, they're trying to you know, basically say that everything is rape culture and that America's bad. And uh, you know, I don't know about you, but like if the if the Dems keep this up, their constant bitching is going to get to get Trump reelected. That's what they don't understand. Uh you know, People voted for Trump because we got tired of their bitching. Like, it wasn't because we all thought that Trump was a genius. Most of us voted for Trump to piss them, to piss them off. And, uh, you know, as it turns out, Trump's actually done a pretty damn good job as president. And uh, also on that front, uh, John Bolton is out too, so... Uh, yay on that. Uh, the evil mustache is gone as well. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, okay, I I, I actually did have, like, one more clip just to kind of
1: summarize this and then I'll, you know, do the closing monologue. So here's a uh,
0: brief summary from ABC News uh, about, you know, basically what went on. So this was from Nightline, uh, immediately following the Democrat debate.
13: We're on the campus of Texas Southern University in Houston, the energy capital of the world, where the excitement here matched the city's nickname. Moments ago, the top 10 Democratic candidates taking on each other and the man they helped to replace. ABC's Terry Moran has been following the action. Terry.
14: Hey, Byron, the debate's done. Let the spinning begin here. After a debate that was substantive, the headline might be that it was a well-moderated debate. Shout out to our colleagues there. It probably won't move the needle much in the polls, but after. uh, So now the journalists are are room-wacking
0: with each other. The
14: centrists struck back.
9: Ten candidates came out. Donald Trump. We must and will defeat Trump. The most dangerous president in the history of this country.
14: But only one will get there. And minutes later, it was game on. Julian Castro, in the middle of a health care discussion, taking a veiled swipe at Joe Biden, going there on the question of Biden's age.
1: Are,
11: are you forgetting what you said two minutes ago? Are you forgetting already what you said just two minutes ago? I mean, I can't believe. That you said two minutes ago that they had to buy in, and now you're saying they don't have to buy You're forgetting that. Fair comment.
0: Cheap shot. Biden brushed Castro off. I almost feel bad for creepy Uncle Joe there, ladies and gentlemen. Almost, but not really. I, I do love the fact they just continued to dig on him.
11: I'm fulfilling, fulfilling the legacy of Barack Obama, and you're not. I'll be surprised to him. The jockeying didn't stop. It's not an attack on Vice President Biden. It's not something about the personalities. It's about the health care policy. That's, that was my focus. The
14: candidates heading to the spin room to continue their arguments. Joe and I have a very different voting
13: record and a very different vision for this country. Conversation about gun control.
14: It went on for more than half an hour.
9: 500,000 Americans are going bankrupt. You know why they're going bankrupt? Because they suffered a terrible disease cancer or heart disease under my legislation people will not go into financial ruin because they suffered with a diagnosis of cancer and our program is the only one
0: my name is bernie sanders and i'm and i'm a really bad stereotype of an old jewish guy uh people confuse me with larry david except i'm not as funny as larry david or As creative as Larry David. Sam really likes Larry David in in reality, so stop watching me and go Google Larry David after the show.
3: That does not. Biden didn't skip a beat. I know a lot about cancer. Let me tell you something. It's personal to me. Come on. I've been there. You've been there. You know what it's like. People need help now, hope now, and do something now. Biden comes. My
0: name is Joe Biden, and I like to sniff people's hair and yell at people like a drunken uncle. This debate consistently leading in the polls, with
14: 27% of Democrats preferring him, followed by Sanders with 19% and Warren with 17. They took on another divisive issue, racism.
5: We have a white supremacist in the White House, and he poses a mortal threat to people of...
0: Okay, dude, my name is Beto O'Rourke, okay? I'm going to try and steal your girlfriend because that's what guys like me do. And also, I'm going to call Donald Trump a white supremacist, even though I have no idea what that word means. And also, even though I'm white and pasty as fuck,
5: all across this country
14: this discussion took place at texas southern
7: university a historically black institution we have systemic racism that is eroding our nation from healthcare to the criminal justice system
2: i want to turn to the deadly mass shootings here everything is racist
0: everything is racist in america according to uh Cory booker there Again, this nonsense is why Trump is going to, to win again in 2016.
14: Texas is still reeling from the deadly mass shootings in El Paso and Odessa last month. But many Texans are fierce defenders of the Second Amendment. All these candidates were passionate that something needs to be done.
5: And in Odessa, I met the mother of a 15-year-old girl who was shot by an AR-15. Mm-hmm. And that mother watched her bleed to death over the course of an hour. Because so many other people were shot by that AR-15 in Odessa, in Midland. There weren't enough ambulances.
0: Again, you don't understand what an AR actually is. It's not an automatic rifle. It's an Armalite rifle. It only fires one bullet. You don't understand that, though, Beto. And, uh... You know, please, stop being so stupid. You're gonna piss Alan Powell off. So... And I, I like Alan. I don't want Alan to get angry.
1: So to
5: get to them in time, hell yes, we're gonna take your AR-15, your AK-47. we <laughs> are not gonna allow it to
0: be used at- Alan Powell in the chat goes, Beto is right Nimmer. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Our fellow
4: Americans anymore. People asked me in El Paso, do you think Trump um is responsible for what happened and I said, Well look, I mean obviously he didn't pull the trigger, but he's certainly been tweeting out the ammunition. If
6: you
1: want action now. Again, Kamala. Uh evidence for this? No. Okay. We gotta send the message.
6: To Mitch McConnell. We can't wait until one of us gets in the White House. We have to pass those bills right now. Another issue, front and center in Texas immigration and the
3: policies of the Trump administration.
10: All those people are
3: seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. Now, did you make a mistake
10: with those deportations?
3: The president did the best thing that was able to be done at the time. How about time. you? I'm the vice president of the United States. And I'm pissed off that you're even asking
0: me that question, you, you spick prick. I'm Joe Biden, damn it. I demand respect.
14: One of those on the periphery, Andrew Yang, tried a different tactic. Yang Yang. I'm
12: going to do something unprecedented tonight. My campaign will now give a freedom dividend of $1,000 a month for an entire year to 10 American families, someone watching this at home right now.
0: But, oh, wait, wait, wait,
1: holy shit, so, wait, hold on, I thought this was a meme, but you, wait, he actually said that, this wasn't a meme? Yeah, oh my god, I, hang on a sec, I've gotta, I've gotta rewind that. I'm the vice president of the United States. One of those on the periphery,
14: Andrew Yang, tried a different tack to get attention.
12: I'm going to do something unprecedented tonight. My campaign will now give a freedom dividend of $1,000 a month for an entire year to 10 American families. Someone watching this at home right now.
14: But some campaign finance experts say those monthly gifts walk a very...
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, Alan Powell in the chat is right. It's bribery. Oh my God! Oh my God!
1: (laughs) Oh, that is that is hysterical, actually. (laughs) Oh God! Would it be great if
0: if if I were one of those uh dividend? Hey, 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 Andrew. Uh, I could use the, I could use the money, bro. I'm crippled, uh, and whatnot. I I could use a a thousand free, free dollars three dollars a month. I'll
1: I'll vote for you. Wink, wink. Uh, seriously, if I were to get Andrew Yang's money, a thousand dollars dollars a month, I would.
0: I would basically blow it all on setting up the studio and getting like way more professional setup.
1: I would just buy like even more equipment for the show. Uh, oh,
0: this is this that was great. That was worth. But wait, there's there's more.
14: In line of campaign finance laws. That prohibit personal use of campaign fund. For all their differences tonight, the candidates were certainly united on one thing:
9: getting rid of the current president. We must and will defeat Trump, the most dangerous president. I'm Bernie
0: Sanders, and I'm ripping off Larry David. I'm screaming, and I'm incoherent. No one understands what I can say, but I'm screaming, and that makes me valuable
1: somehow. Pay attention to me, damn it!
0: Yeah, OJs, white bronco, home defense, shotguns, there we go.
1: That's the, uh, that's a briber program I'll take. In the history of this country.
14: According to the latest ABC News Washington Post poll that looks at 2020 general election standings,
0: five of the Democratic contenders... Okay, yeah, I don't care what, uh, ABC has to say. Um... Yeah, like I said earlier, uh folks, I am I do not regret missing this uh debate on Thursday. I I didn't I I saved 3 hours. I got to do an audio podcast on Thursday which many of you enjoyed. So, uh thanks for tuning in for that. Uh you guys have been unbelievable. Thanks for tuning into this program and uh, you know, supporting the show, I really appreciate it. So uh yeah folks, I think uh you know, obviously Trump is gonna have to fight his way through all this BS once it becomes you know uh general election time but the dems are not off to a good start so I'm feeling pretty good. Uh Trump 2020, let's uh continue to make America great again. And uh, I I tried to find Trump's reaction like to see if there were any videos, but I I can't seem to. So uh, I may do a video cast tomorrow
1: afternoon. Um, I might not uh, because you know Sunday's I'm busy with,
0: but there will be a bonus audio podcast this week. So uh, anyway, folks, I want to thank you all so very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, Thanks to everyone, uh, you know, who tuned in live uh, to watch from all of us here at NGC Studios. Have a good night. God bless. God save this great nation. And I'll see you next time on the Whitfield Report. Thank you.